You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk. It's here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas is Graham Trainer. Woo, Massey, it is hot down here. Yeah. It has been in the hundreds. We are in the point of the year. We're past Stanley Cup finals. We're past the NBA finals. And now I have to go outside. Uh-oh. And I don't want to go outside. Because there's no more sports on, except for Virginia baseball. Yeah, College World Series. Good news coming up. Um, to start off the show, good news for you and where you live, sports fans listening in Jackson, Western Time Zone, Mountain West Time Zone Two, Florida Zero, Nuggets and Golden Knights are champions. Oh, oh, I, I was I was wondering I was wondering what you're doing. I was gonna lead with that as well. Really tough week for the Florida, Southern Florida sports fans. Yeah, Panthers politic, politically, yeah, just you know. Panthers and Nuggets. <laughs> or excuse me, Panthers and Panthers heat. and Heat. Heat. The Heat's getting to you. The Panthers and the Heat are uh losers? runners up, second first losers. Yeah. Red ribbon at field day. When we so the Nuggets uh, beat the Heat four to one, I think that was a result that was not that surprising. I think the only thing that we were surprised about has how little Jimmy Butler asserted his inserted himself in this series. Yeah, he, God, he started off so hot in the playoffs. He crushed it against Milwaukee. Obviously, he um, second round against the Knicks was huge. Brunson was better for br- 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 Brunson. Um, and then in the finals, he kind of just kind of the valve just kind of turned off around when the Celtics almost came back from down uh, three, 3-0. Yeah, that's right. And I it, mean, it did seem like yeah. it did seem like midway through the Celtics series, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler kind of had a take a backseat. No, he had some big games in, in, in some of those losses, but let's not focus on the heat. They had their chance. They lost. Let's put the shine on the Nuggets. And can you imagine a more like likable superstar than Jokic right now? He's he's tired and he just wants to go home, trainer. He wants to go home see his horses. <laughs> they uh, gave him the MVP of the NBA Finals. He set it down on the podium once it was given to him. He was like, "Okay, thanks," and like set it down and started walking away. And people were like, "No, you take that. That's a trophy you take with you." He then ended up putting it in the equipment manager's office. And went back to retrieve it, and it was gone. He was like, yeah, I lost it for a little while. Don't worry. It was getting polished and cleaned and ready for the parade. Speaking of parade, at the post-press conference, post-game press conference, he was just had so many quotes of like, yeah, I'm good at basketball, but I have other interests in life. And they're like, are you going to have fun at the parade? He was like, when is the parade? They're like, it's tomorrow. And he goes, I have to go to a parade? I just want to go home. It's like, dude, it's relatable. I want – I want to go home. Yeah, he's like, you're. It's relatable. You've been doing this job for a long time, and you're like, I need a vacation. I need, yeah, I need, you need to go on vacation. Turns out he had a pretty good time at the parade. If you saw all the expletives coming out of the oh, yeah, Denver Nuggets the, stands, it was. I know. It was I, I know. I don't want to. I know. I don't want to stay on parade, but I effing want to stay on parade. This is the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got to be. It's like, wait, if this is your first parade, Jokic, then. Check it out. This these things are pretty fun. Everyone's throwing you beers. 
They were in a tank. Him and Jamal Murray were in a tank together, like it's Grand Theft Auto, and you have five stars. Whoa. I did not see this. Oh, man. Television. You got to watch television, Massey. I I don't watch that much television. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, my phone, Instagram. That's what I meant. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. The new television, the new television. If you minus sports out of TV, I watch a very minimal amount of. Te- well, I guess I'll watch plenty of television, including sports. Although you heard, you heard Wilbon's voice, and you picked up on it right away. So you, so, you still have some nostalgia for the old PTI days when you were growing up and still trying to learn how to grow facial hair and you know, be a man. Yeah. I was on the background just regurgitate some of their points to, to people and <laughs> be like, yeah, I know sports. Um, Jokic, Jamal Murray led the Denver nuggets the entire way. They were fantastic down the stretch. And those two kind of, are we in the era where like, did they kill the super team model? Is that a question worth asking? Is it, is it now like now that the Lakers Kawhi, have a one-one or? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Go ahead. Don't let me interrupt you. I was gonna say I think the 2019 Raptors might have done that with Kawhi. I mean, they had uh, Fred Van Vliet and Siakam and um, Kyle Lowry when he was still like a starter, but he was still like kind of you know he's he's getting up there in age. Like I wouldn't. I mean, I guess you just can always pick out three players on a team. And be like that's their big three, right? Because that's what we're used to. Well, yeah, and the Nuggets have, uh, I was looking at it, they have their core four. Uh, their average age is around 25 right now. Can you say dynasty? And um, <laughs> every headline every every headline after any sort of NBA win is, can you say dynasty? Um, but I feel like you can always say, like, well, the Nuggets have a big three. It's, uh, it's you know, it's Joker, it's Jamal Murray, and then you just say, who you thought was better? Probably, I mean, Aaron Gordon was obviously way better than Michael Porter Jr. This series, or yeah, even, definitely. Uh, Brett Brown was better. It's kind of nice Porter to see. Jr., so it's really nice to see Gordon be good after that dunk contest, and he was on the Magic, and he had all that potential, and he kind of shows up as a role player on the Nuggets. So like, oh, okay, nice. He's found his niche in in the NBA. Box out, play defense, score nine points, grab nine boards. Yeah, he was in limbo, actually in Florida, playing for another dumpy Florida team like Orlando, the Orlando Magic. The Gross. Dwayne, Dwayne Wade of the Miami Heat uh, trolled him with a bad score, and he lost that dunk contest. I think we covered this last week, a little deja vu in my head. Oh, maybe. I don't remember maybe. yesterday. But so. some, you know, some people, we, got, we had 200 listeners last week. 250 you know another 200 are going to pile on they're not going to know what i'm talking yeah, about. yeah this, so. this is your first time tuning in we have a podcast available wherever podcasts are located we are teton sports talk um we should get to mike malone because he was hammered well he's so drunk he's he, trolling lebron he, i mean he's having a blast yeah mike malone the head coach of the denver nuggets was on the podium slamming fireball uh airplane bottles he was getting all those mustached, uh, short sleeve button down Denver transplants, all those white boys all revved up by no sentence didn't have more, didn't have less than two cuss words in it. He was talking about running it back. He was talking about doing it all again. He was talking about F this, this word, that. And I was like, Mike Malone, have your moment. Have a time. Have a day. Have a day. Oh, on Mike Malone. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, he he, he was saying like um, something about like he was just joking about I'm going to retire or I'm not going to think about retiring. Just kind of giving LeBron a little 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 run for his money. Oh, I didn't realize that. I, I was I was kind of yeah. searching for that. How did he troll LeBron? Sorry for my awkward silence the, there. Yeah, I don't know if he was pounding the fireballs. Sorry, I was looking down at the notes. Um, 
I feel like Mike Malone is just like coming to his own. He's finally, I mean, you know, he went to a Western conference finals in, in the bubble and he's always been kind of a quirky, funny coach. I feel like in press games, always press horse, conferences, always horse, always horse. Yeah. Not as horse as doc, doc rivers, but you know, close, very close. They, they Yeah. They fight for first. I mean, and, and what we saw was the nuggets dominate. We saw him dominate most of this playoff run and, and it's, it's been, it's been kind of nice. It kind of, it kind of felt like the Nuggets were going to sweep the Heat. I mean, the Heat grabbed one. The, yeah. the first game, the overreaction of the first game was like, the Nuggets are going to sweep them. Nuggets steal one on the road, and we're like, okay. I'm in the Heat steal one the on the heat, road. Yeah, Heat stole one in Denver. And then they just came back and beat the Heat Heat, heat twice they, at, at, on the road. It was like, oh, okay. The Nuggets yeah, they were Yeah, they were one of three teams. I I, I forgot. I was, I was watching something, and I forgot to write down the teams. One of three – they're one of four teams, excuse me, 2000 Lakers. It was one of the Spurs teams. And it was one of the golden state teams and the nuggets this year that uh, only lost one game in the conference in NBA finals on the way to winning a title. So there you go. Put all those teams, all those teams were d- 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 dynasties, Massey. Right. Right. I mean, I think we're going to see Denver nuggets uh, be around for a while, as long as they can keep Jokic away from, you know, breeding horses and, uh, Becoming a horse, horse race, horse racer. What do you, what is it? Yeah. What does it mean when you own horses and they race and you, and you, you do all the money part of it? The, the financial, you're talking about like the, just the backers, you know, you know how like you get, you have like a team owner, right? Who they, who the, they hand the trophy to first, which is always very funny when they stand in front of the athletes and they hand the trophy to the uh, owner who really had pretty little to do with it because he just hired everyone to be smart who is that equivalent in the horse racing business i don't know i guess when i heard he wanted to go back and race horses i, I kind of thought of like some small european you know eastern european town where he's just on like a like a like a pony or a donkey and he's just he's doing his whip hand like he just kind of having fun out there no I didn't he rides he him yeah he rides in a carriage behind him whatever that whatever that version oh, of horse racing is Oh, like uh, Russell Crowe and Gladiator? Yeah, that's exactly nice. it, except for <laughs> he he's too big to race horses. He was a jockey for a little bit, and then he just grew. When he was like five, when he had his cool picture of him with his Nuggets sweatshirt on when he was like five years old. Did you see that picture? How long, How old is Jokic, and when did that take that's him? Wild. Like, it seems It doesn't seem like the Denver. 28. He's 28, so when he's yeah, five, that yeah, was Nuggets 22 years ago. So yeah. who was on the Nuggets? Was that? Was that that was too? That wasn't Carmelo Anthony. Was it Kenyon Martin? Who was good on the Nuggets Ooh. in two thousand two? Two thousand two Nuggets were. I feel like the Nuggets were pretty bad. They like Nick Nick Van Exel was good. He went ended up going to the Mavs and having a run with them. Um, but the horse racing question, I guess, like people uh, get money together and invest. I guess just investors. I don't know. Co co owners co ownership of horses. Yeah, Carmelo Anthony was on the two thousand two Nuggets. That's right. Um. Oh, and it makes sense if it's what isn't he from? Where's Nikola from? Serbia. Yeah. There you go. That makes there. Adds up. That adds up. Yeah. Um. It's also one of the quotes. I don't want to steal one of your quotes of the week, but the fact that he said, "Don't bet against the fat man." During his post game interview, that was also very funny. Okay, so we got a uh, we got a we got a packed show. Oh, oh, should we mention that the uh, the Knights won the Stanley Cup in Vegas? That seems pretty sick. 
Oh yeah, no, I, sorry, I got more. Uh, you want more Joker stats? Sure, dish them away. Got, gotcha. Uh, NBA players in a playoff run with the. I guess he's all these. No, all these guys did not win a title. NBA playoff players in a playoff run that all had 500 points, 150 assists, 150 rebounds. 2023 Joker, 20, 2020 LeBron, 2018 LeBron, 2016 LeBron, 2015 LeBron, 2013 LeBron, 2007 LeBron, 1987 Larry Bird. That's it. Really? Yeah, pretty wild. LeBron really is the stat, the stat king. And. It's the first time since, damn it, what year was it? Seventies. I'll just say the seventies that five teams have five different teams have won the NBA title in five years. So we're out of maybe maybe the Nuggets stay together. They're you know average age of twenty five. They they have everybody under contract. So it's the co the cofo, but pretty wild that that happened after all these you know Golden State Cleveland runs and like San Antonio versus the Heat and yeah. Uh, Lakers versus whoever they played, like you know, they kind of it kind of changed around the Lakers playing teams in the early aughts and the, I guess there was like a little bit of a Lakers Celtics run in the late aughts too. Yeah, there was. I, like I remember Kobe that. And Paul Pierce. Yeah. So. Man, I'm trying to remember the last five, the last five ones: Denver, Golden State, Golden State, Le- uh, LeBron, LeBron, Lakers, Raptors. Hawaii. Oh, and Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah, two years ago, and they said there wasn't any parity in the NBA. Uh, it's finally back. We're we're back. We're back, and it looks like. I mean, we'll talk about this later. But if the Pelicans can stay healthy and Zion can uh, stay focused, the Pelicans are going to make a run at this. I'm feeling good about them. Mm, uh, Zion's going to get traded. And we're you're going to get Scoot Jackson. No, we that? have enough. No, we'll talk about that. We have enough assets. We have enough <laughs> assets. Somebody will be dumb enough, especially the Charlotte Hornets. Zion's got enough assets. That's that's for he's got more than he can handle. He's he's, he's, mis, he's mismanaging some. All right, we'll give you a last stat. Last stat for the Heat. Um, the Heat and Golden State, either team has been in the last 12 of 13 NBA finals, either or, but they never ever faced each other. Say that one more time. The Heat, Miami Heat, Golden State Warriors have either or has been in the NBA Finals, 12 of the last 13 seasons. The only season was not was the uh, Milwaukee-Phoenix uh, season, and they never faced each other. They never ever matched. That up. is an outstanding stat. Yeah. Spolstra, I don't know how many titles. He's only won two titles. Well, that, I mean, he's won, that's rare company to say. But he's yeah. been there that much because you said the last 12 years. He's been, he's been with the Heat for the last 15 years? Whenever yeah, they, When was the announcement? Pat Riley and – yeah, in and around the 2010, uh, 2009 range. Yeah, so that's that's incredible that he's had that much success. Um, should we mention anything about the Knights? You won in Vegas. They're an expansion team. That's fun. Oh, remember back in the day where I claimed myself a Knights bandwagon fan because I went to their first playoff game? And by when, I, right. I went I went and stood outside the stadium and couldn't scalp any tickets. That counts. Um, I'm just going to count that towards victory. So I, I'm sorry that I'm going to miss the parade. But in Vegas – that's got to be the most fun if you're a hockey player playing for Vegas. You just walk out of the, you just walk out of the door and there's Vegas. We should shine a light on Vegas. The good times, good times. They got uh, Tom Brady's gonna be a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They're about to get the Athletic A's, the Athletic A's, the Oakland Athletics. Yes. Um, as a franchise, 
good times good times in vegas these days deserts deserts looking up um i'm not sure what's going to happen with the raiders this year um before before tom brady comes back (laughs) so i hope they can lead him to uh to at least a playoff appearance could he sit out like he's what is he 40 49 58 what how old is he He's he can sit out half the there. season and then get in there and just kind of take him to a to a wild card. Yeah, it's a tough it, division now. You know, you know when he, it's like, all right, the Raiders need to win the last seven of their last eight games to make the playoffs. <laughs> Tom Brady's like, um, he's like, just you just you get a highlight on the field and he comes sprinting out and it's Tom Brady time. I I feel that. And speaking of rich people, Stan Kroenke is on fire. He's had the Rams. He owns the Rams. Yes. Owns the Avs. The Avs won the Super Bowl last year. Now and he owns the Nuggets. NHL, NHL Stanley won. Cup. Avs, Avs and Nuggets went back to back. You know who's on notice now? Who's that? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. He owns the Broncos, Broncos too? No, no, no. I'm saying he needs to show up because Denver is title town. So. Oh, oh, oh. I see huh. what you're saying. Let's ride. Yeah. Uh, Russell. Russell's feeling lean and mean. Did he lose some weight or did he gain some weight? No, Tua gained the weight. Lost. Russell lost yeah, Tua, the weight. Tua gained, yeah. Okay, I, I have a, I have trouble. I have trouble keeping track of the weight, the weight patterns of the NFL quarterbacks in the offseason. But let's get Jamarcus to the Russell. Jamarcus Russell gain weight. Yeah, right. Like he's probably <laughs> Too soon. yeah easy with Mobile native. Love him. Love him. Low does, low. Sorry. Low do, low. Does a lot for the Mobile the Mobile youth. Okay, but oh, before we get to the huddle, let's talk about the Bison Goring update. Ooh, ooh. Two men were photographed harassing a baby bison <laughs> in Grand Teton National Park, and Mother Bison did not come save the day. There's an investigation still ongoing. Them and the Taco Bell boys are huddled up together, mm-hmm. and I don't know if there's going to be trainer i'm starting to lose faith in the bison what why is this why is this an off year for the bison do do they need some new genics are they low t maybe usually it's a bloodbath by mid mid june yeah we are in mid june that's wild we're at father's day and we have no gorings the hell yeah i don't understand how how they're gonna come back for this maybe maybe there's just gonna be a major comeback before in july could be or maybe people are listening to this show, which is the most likely explanation, and are trying to stay away from bison. But I see too many people on Instagram getting dangerously close to bison, not to be able, not one of them to get gored. It's not a zoo. Has there been? Are we? Do we need to? Do we need to open up the tuna net a bit, so to speak? Do we need to add like wolves? And are there bear attacks? Is there anything we need to no, add to this? Moose? No, no. Very, okay. very little animal, animal Damn. on human crime. Okay. Mountain lion? No. Oh, uh, my coworker saw a mountain lion. Stayed away from it. Well, he was, yeah, he was morale, morale hunting and he looked up and he saw like this thing that he thought was a deer and he was like, oh, cool. And like went to get a better look and he was like, that is a mountain lion. And now I'm scared. And then it kind of creeped, creeped up and over the hill and went away. And he was like, okay, time to leave. Pretty sure that's Mushrooms how. Mushrooms are dating. Mushrooms are dangerous. Stay off drugs. Oh yeah, morales are tasty. I don't know <laughs> they if they are delicious. Yeah, they are delicious. All right, let's get into the huddle. The huddle's the good news of the week. Something yours. Oh man, I'm tired, trainer. I'm sorry. Long day at the office. Good news of the week. Critical number of the week. Something you were stuck on your quote slash question of the week and your goat of the week. 
That is, this is a segment we do every week. It helps us round out the sports world. And Trent, I'm going to take a quick break because they're playing the electronic music with the door open next door, and all I can hear is the ding, doo 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 ding, doo 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 and it's driving me nuts. So give me, give me one second. All right, I'm back. Did you give him a tongue lashing? No. Turn it, turn it down, you damn kids. No, I, I will say that the old man tendencies are starting to come out a little bit. Like it's too loud in this restaurant. Can you turn on the music? <laughs> No, I wouldn't I dare it. say that. I would just be like, I'm just going to go somewhere else and hope it's quiet so I can be alone with my own thoughts. Grown men are trying to talk about sports. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is, we're mature. Okay. This is what mature men do. Um, I think it's, I think it's, it's healthy to have this, you know, Gen Y, Gen Z battle. I think it's good for, it's good for the radio station. To have some, it's kind of like Brooks Bryson, you know, we got some, got some, uh, yeah, right. Some, some, heat, some, some heat going, we, fire. yeah. I just tell everyone I'll just trash him on the show, but I, I like that guy. He was like, "Oh, I didn't know you were here," and I was like, "Yeah, I know." I'm, oh, we're, all, we're we're tucked back in the corner. Yeah, they're always polite. Until I put my foot. All right, trainer, let's get back to the huddle. <laughs> what is your good news of the week? So I had a, a really good headline. Uh, I get to talk about the Mavs here. The Mavs are working out. This is the headline: The Mavs work out Dick ahead of possible Dick pick at number ten in the NBA draft. Yes, and they're talking about Kansas. Kansas's Richard, someone. Richard, <laughs> Grady, Richard, Grady Dick, oh. Kansas shooting guard, six uh, eight shooting guard because guard. There's no it's positionless NBA, so shooting guards are now seven five. When Bayana is basically a shooting guard, and he's um, seven four. Seven four. He's still growing. They're still stretching him out. Remember, they're still putting him up in France. They're putting him on some sort of like yeah pulley stretch Armstrong thing, like you know tying him up to Eiffel Tower and expanding his arms <laughs> between there and between there and the Sean, Le Dizzy, the Torta champions. What's that thing called? They raced down Sean Delize arc, arc of triumph. That's what I'm talking about, man. Arc, arc, I'm so cultured. Oh, don't show off. Don't, don't give me that. Well, you know, the Louvre, you, you, you move art around. The I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Yeah. I don't think there's anything to grapple that onto to stretch them out. I think the triumph and the Eiffel tower is probably the, the best way to stretch stretch out a man that's so so tall. It reminds me. Remember the movie The Princess Bride? Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, Mel that, Gibson and Braveheart. That's what. Well, that's that ends a little more poorly. Princess Bride ends in a sweet, peaceful way. That's a yeah. He gets he gets uh, reeked. Remember reeked? Oh God! All right. Um, sorry, not <laughs> yeah. to shine too much of a spotlight on Kansas basketball. Christian Braun. Yes. He's the fifth player in history to win the NCAA title and NBA title in back-to-back -back years, oh, which is cool. That is uh, cool. One with the Nuggets, one with Kansas. Uh, the only other players to do that, Bill Russell, uh, one with the San Francisco Dons and the Boston Celtics in 56-57. Henry Bibby. Is that Mike Bibby's dad? Uh, UCLA and the Knicks, 72-73. and 73. Uh, Magic John Johnston. Um, Michigan State and the Lakers, 79-80. And think, a guy named yeah. Billy Thompson, one with Louisville and the Lakers in 86-87. So don't know those, don't know uh Henry Bibby and, and Bill Thompson, but it's a pretty cool list. That is that's uh, if I ever had any sports accomplishments and I was on a short list like that, with you could name either Oscar Robert, you could just name one of those people, mm -hmm. and I'd be like, see, that's how you do it. Like I'm on a short list. It's so easy to get right to the league and already win a ring, and that, that's already out of your system. That's you know who almost did that for Virginia? 
Oh, 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 uh, Ty? No, Joe Harris. No? Joe Harris for the Well, not back not not back to back, excuse me, but in his first year in the league, he almost won with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, and Dia, oh, that's right. And Diakite almost won one with the Bucks, or did he? That's right. He they might have given him a ring because they they signed him on a, one of those 10 days in the middle of that season. But I think he went back and played for Milwaukee's um G League team. It's got they have some funny name. I can't remember what it's called. It's like the Lake Forest Magic or something. Yeah, the Magic Wild. Um, okay. All right. Speaking, we'll we'll keep it on the NBA here. Uh, the rumors are circulating now. The NBA draft is coming up. Rumors are circulating around the Pelicans that David Griffin is going to offer a package to a top three team that, or excuse me, a team that has a top three pick in order to get Scoot uh, at the number two or number three slot. So Scoot is a highly talented G League team. He plays for the Ignite, I think, and the Pelicans. Yeah. The Pelicans have. The most the most assets that we're calling, the most assets behind the Jazz and Oklahoma City Thunder, respectively. And they're looking to go up into the top three. They have they're currently sitting at number 14th, which is a lottery pick. And they're looking to get either Scoot Henderson or to sell their soul and get Alabama forward Brandon Miller, which has a little Ooh. bit of a iffy past. But we we've talked about that extensively. Um, this is exciting. The amount of young talent on the Pelicans is very, very excited. Brandon Ingram, C.J. McCollum, older veteran, I know. Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, Trey Murphy, all make, up a, all make up a great core, oh. and the Pelicans can really, really do something. And by something, I mean make the playoffs as a fifth seed. Really anything. Do something. <laughs> <laughs> and... and uh... Is it is it is Alvarado Alvarado Alvarado? He's still uh, there. Defensive specialist. Yeah, I mean he's fun. Like he's the ninja that hides in the wings. He's high like, energy guy. High energy guy. So basically, let's okay. We'll just we'll strip it down to you said moving to the top three. San Antonio is not going to move on. No, Wimbledon. no. So you got Charlotte or Portland. Charlotte. I feel like Brandon Miller's probably going to go second. So if they want to get Brandon Miller, they got to trade with Charlotte. And if they want Scoot, they're going to trade with Portland. But also Portland probably has to get rid of Dame mm-hmm. unless they really want, to, really want to put Scoot Henderson next to Dame, um, which I don't think makes much sense for the Blazers. They might, I mean, and I've heard about Dame going to the Heat. Obviously, that's that's a big rumor as well. So yeah. it sounds like yeah, a trade with Charlotte or Portland to trade Zion to get Brandon Miller. I'm pretty Scoot. sure. I mean, they, I'm pretty yeah. sure they still have assets from like the Anthony David the Anthony Davis yeah. trade as well as the some some picks for the Milwaukee Bucks when they traded Drew Bledsoe uh Drew Bledsoe oh <laughs> yeah you don't know this but Drew Bledsoe mean point guard Drew Holiday so they they have a bunch of picks and and David Griffin has been good at least in recent memory of being able to kind of move and shake a little bit and spot talent so I'm I'm hopeful let me let me put it on Hopeful, and that is my good news of the week, is Massey has a little bit of hope for the Pelicans. Yeah, I know Zion can move and shake and make moves too. Or What did, we, what did you say? He move definitely and moves and shakes. He needs to start start bench pressing 300 pounds. He's stop, so big. Eating, eating, eating shakes, drinking shakes. He definitely is. Yeah, he needs to drink more shakes and shake a little less. All right. That's get, exciting. I would love – I mean, I love – the NBA draft is not – you know, it's – it's fun, but it's not the NFL draft. It's not must see TV. So if there's something like that 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 comes down the wire, that'd be that'd be exciting to see this thing get sh- get shaken up a bit. Um, yeah, 
the NFL draft is such a spectacle now. Did you like it in Kansas City? Well, Goodell was there, so no. It was. It's just seeming like it's one of those things that's starting to tour around to places that's never going to get a Super Bowl. It's never going to get a like cold weather places. Like they can do the draft in the spring. Like the next one is in Green Bay. They're never going to host a Super Bowl in Green Bay. Why is Kansas City a cold weather? I mean, isn't it Southeast Missouri? Why is Southeast? Oh, it's cold. cold. It is cold. I mean, Southwest Missouri. Yeah. I don't know how to explain you how Mother Nature works, but Kansas City is cold. Did you see Andy Reid talking about what he ate at the White House? Yeah, he was so stoked. <laughs> he was so excited about that. French toast, French toast, grilled cheese, and ham sandwich. That sounds great. Yeah, he's like, there's a little powdered sugar on it. It was really nice. Uh, yeah, he's like, he's just sort of like drooling while he's yeah. on the podium. All right, give me your critical number this week, trainer. 1973. Uh, that is Woodstock. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have no idea what 1973 is. 69. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I know. The Seattle. All right, all right, kids. Ask grandpa and grandma who this is. The Seattle Supersonics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a team mm-hmm. once upon a time. Um, that was the team, the 1973 Seattle Supersonics were the last team that was not from California or Texas that was from the Western Conference to win an NBA title until this year, the Denver Nuggets. Wild stuff. So that's San Antonio, time. Mavericks. There you go. There you go. Lakers. Or excuse me, California. Warriors, Lakers. Yeah, you got it. Those are the only four teams from the Western Conference that have won a title since 1973. Damn, is that that can't be right? Is, is that, that right? right? Wow, where'd you? I didn't look up the. Uh, uh, yeah, Houston. No, Houston won in the 90s. Houston yeah. went back to back with Hakeem the Dream, not James Harden. Um, Just so, saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's pretty wild. I didn't go through the list, but what I mean, a- that makes Rockets, Mavs. Spurs, Lakers, Clippers, no. Kings, no. Timberwolves, no. Sorry, Carl Anthony Towns. Um, yeah, we'll get to him. <laughs> Jesus, that is that is super interesting. What Denver? You're really just you're really just making it shine even more, trainer. I'm glad you're enlightening me to all these fun facts around the uh, the Denver just dominance over the playoffs. Well, I attended a Denver home game this year, so they were kind of my uh, proxy team. Okay. Kyrie. It just worked out well. It's like it, it felt like the the t- two ships passing in the night. It was like Kyrie came to town, and I went to a Nuggets game, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with this. Yeah, this is this feels good. This feels good to me. All right, my critical number is an, is a year. It's 2024. Uh, the beginning of Big Ten adding the – Pac-12 teams, and we're talking about conference schedule stuff? Yeah. That's my guess? Yeah, okay. that's what we're okay. talking about. We're, talk- we're talking a little less about the Big Ten, more about the SEC, baby. Uh, Oklahoma and Texas will make their SEC debuts, but the SEC has announced a, the the SEC slate, and eight game, each team plays eight team. How am I going to say this? Each SEC 18. team – plays an eight-game SEC schedule, and they just released it. And they're mixing it up, right? They, they definitely still have conferences. No, no, no. They'll, will they get rid of conferences and do round-robin in 2024? The Big I, Ten is doing that. I think the that. SEC is doing the same thing. But they released some of it, and I'm talking – I'm a little old-school conference realignment. It's not that fun for me, but some of these games are going to be so sick in the SEC. You ready for this? 
I am. I do also like to tell the kids to turn down the electronic music and I like divisions. So I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. But you, you, I was like, yeah. And then I looked at the slate and Florida's got it. A goblin. I'll start with them. They have LSU, oh, yeah. Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Georgia, and Tennessee, not to mention they play Miami and FSU that year. Holy smokes. Bama gets to go to Oklahoma and has Georgia at home. Those are three big games. Now, Georgia, finally, they play Texas away, Bama, Ole Miss, and they have Clemson on the schedule. That is a, that's a hell of a schedule right there. Now, Texas and OU, this is going to be some welcome to the – SEC moments for them. They have Texas as Georgia, Texas A&M, Oklahoma as an always, and Texas A&M. They haven't played in twenty years, nineteen years. Oh, played the like Lone Star State. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, it's been a while, so been I can't wait to watch that. I mean, not that Jimbo could. Maybe that will be one of his eight wins that year. Ooh. Um, yeah, take that eight. Jimbo. Six. He'll be fired. Oh, that's right. Six and six. It's not eight and eight. <laughs> um. <laughs> And they play Florida. Now, OU, I cannot – OU is just going to have a rude awakening when they come to the SEC. They have Bama, Tennessee, Texas, as as always. Bama, Tennessee, Auburn with no, no telling in two years what Hugh Freeze can do at Auburn. LSU and Lane Kiffin and Old Miss. So that is Old Miss, LSU, Auburn, Texas, Tennessee, Bama. Oklahoma, I don't know if you're going bowling next uh, two years from now. No, hell no. They're, I think they're on the decline. Um, obviously, bad season last year. Lincoln Riley's gone. I feel like Oklahoma's going to go through some growing pains. And by then, it'll be Arch Manning getting sacked 18 times a game for Texas because Quinn Ewers will be in the NFL. So that's going to be a tough rude awakening for Arch Manning as well with UT. Oh, yeah. Just all of a sudden. He, the other UT. That's right. He's like, he's like I'm not going to go to it. I'm not going to do what my uncles did and and go to an SEC school. Congratulations, you're in the SEC, Arch Manning. <laughs> yeah, now you get to play all those teams that your uncles play, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> I forget his his name, uh, Dabo Sweeney, too. Who coaches for Oklahoma? He's some. Um, Venables? Yeah, Brenton Venables, and he yeah, he is such a clown. I don't think he's the right guy for the job. I think he's trying too much to be like Dabo or Hardo, and he needs to really figure out who he is as a coach instead of trying to replicate somebody else's success. Oh, good question for you. Uh, who's more going to be more of a failure when it's all said and done? Coordinators from the Patriots who got jobs or coordinators from Clemson? Looking at you, Mr. Tony Gina. Elliott. Tony Elliott. I forgot his name because I hate him. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, who's who, – I, I think – well, it's, it, it's Josh McDaniels amazing. is an absolute fraud. Charlie Weiss, big and fat and stupid. Um, Romeo Cornell, bad career. Um, mm. there's a lot of other ones too. Oh, what's it? Patricia with the lions. That was garbage. Oh yeah. He, he came crawling yeah. back to Belichick as fast as he could and started calling plays for Mac Jones. He just got demoted immediately. Who did they hire? Bill O'Brien from Alabama. Just saying, <laughs> just saying. All right. Trainer, give me your stuck on. So we were talking, what are the, what's the name of the basketball, the local basketball dad parents that were bad sports parents. Um, I'll look that up real quick, but keep going. So there's a kid, uh, his dad is calling him Baby Gronk. He's 10 years old. His dad is pitching him. It's the next big thing. He says, quote, he's a real athlete. He's not a normal kid. He's been trained and programmed since he was six years old. That's only four Uh, years there, bud. Dad, (laughs) six years old. I bet he's got rock hard abs. 
uh, dad's been DMing this reporter claims that he's worked for different companies, uh, Sports Illustrated, Barstool, et cetera, that the, that the dad DMs these pro sports accounts Fowler. 10 plus times, sometimes hundreds of times, Fowler. Uh, yeah, just pathetic, pathetic sport parent, dad number two of the year so far. We've got a two count now. So There was, and I didn't see this interview, but I was listening to some, to some of my regular podcasts, and they were saying that the, he was he was on somebody's podcast and they would answer, they would ask baby, whatever his name is, baby Gronk a question. And his dad would like answer it for him and then like tell the interviewer to ask it again. And then baby Gronk would answer it and was expecting, I think he was expecting like the podcast to like cut it up. So it looked like his kid was answering questions, but it just like, it just, it's just so horrible. It tastes really bad to even talk about giving it even more light, but baby Gronk, like, He's ten years old. What if he's only five foot three? What if he's five what foot he eight? Likes, what if he likes to play the piano? Yeah. What you if know? he's six feet tall? You can't play NFL football when you're six feet tall. Yeah. Look at Kyler. Yeah. For example. But it's so. I mean, it's yeah, so ridiculous. Yeah. This is just kind of a shame on you parenting moment. Where I mean, of course they're making money off the internet, which I think I would like to do. I think if the internet was like, hey, do you want to talk on the internet and I'll give you money? Yeah, I can do that. But I'm a grown man. To exploit your kid because he's – is he good? Is he good at football? He must be. I haven't seen any highlights from him. I've just seen him standing next to celebrities. No, I'm saying we try. We just – we had too many interns, unpaid interns we had to fire that ran our social media account that were inconsistent. They didn't show up on time, didn't go to meetings. Uh, you locked so him in a trunk. We, we we gave it a shot. So, yeah, I agree with you. Making money off the internet, it's your damn – it's your uh, right, God-given, right, American – right whatever to do so um yeah sure as a, as a as a dad doing it and it's annoying it reminds me of big baller brand and you start resenting lamello and lavar ball or not lavar sorry lamello and um dan lonzo 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 you start resenting the kids you're like oh because of the parents in a way because you're like if they become annoying and uh spectacle because their parents put them on display it just like the pageant kids in sports like this just it's so unfair to them. Yeah. Oh, pageant kids. What was that girl's name? Um, Jean Benet. No, the pageant girl that was Honey Boo Boo. Oh, Honey Boo. That was <laughs> the, the early viral internet days. Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo child. Um. All right. My stuck on is. Um, tell me. Tell me how shocked you are when I when I read you this headline. Antonio Brown's arena football team got kicked out of the league. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Albany. What were they? The Albany what's? Empire? Empire. Yep. The Empire's dead. So they got kicked out of the league. They are two-time national arena football championship champions. He has owned the league since March. Since then, it's been a total collapse. He refused to pay the money he owed the league. And they came to the conclusion that he's a bad owner. I can't believe they even allowed him in. There was constant complaints that the players weren't getting paid. The coaches weren't getting paid. The coach left because he stopped getting paid. They were getting kicked out of hotels. Um, just to pile on to AB here, Antonio Brown, he's been sued by a jeweler that he owes a million dollars, and his marketing company sued him for $2.4 million that he's owed to them. So AB a- made about oh, $80 million in the league, and he is broke. God, it's bad. I mean, we saw this coming. This has been a a quick snow snowball 
And when did, I guess that was probably like two months ago or maybe six weeks ago when it, he locked his players out of hotel rooms, like you mentioned. Yeah, so something like been, that. Yeah, it's been all, uh, all signs pointing to this happening. All right, trainer. Give me your stuck on of the week. Stuck on. We just, I just did that. Oh, one quotes. Last uh, question. Sorry. The ba- the bad dad. I had the joke. I had the Joker quote. Uh, Don't bet okay. against the fat boy. I just use this one. No, the one about the parade. I don't want to leave, but I'm having so much fun. I'm I should not- leave. <laughs> I need a vacation. I need a vacation, but man, parades are fun. Just because I want to talk about the NFL a little bit. We're like the big three is my quote. Oh, God. I don't know. Here we go. Aaron Rodgers. This is, Mike, this is Michael Thomas talking about himself, Chris Olave, and Rashid Shahid as the big three for the Saints. Okay. We 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 put an Instagram out there, and I think the only way to say this is is through this post. I can't – this was not a thought of my own, but Damar Hamlin, he is the Buffalo Bills cornerback who tragically passed away on the field and got resuscitated. Yep. He is alive. He, di- he died. He died. The he man, died, he's alive. The yeah. man died and came back to life and has played more football than Michael Thomas has <laughs> since his death. The man was dead on the field, and Michael Thomas has stubbed his toe and hasn't seen the field in three years. He's missed the last 40 of the last 50 games. He is brittle. Michael Thomas, I will not believe a thing that you say until I see you suit up for for the Saints. There is no way I can believe that Michael Thomas is going to be as good as he was. What was it, 2017 he set the Saints record? Or 2019 he set the Saints record for individual yards when he was getting passed to by Drew Brees? As a rookie, he had unbelievable rookie numbers, and now he's going to keep posting on the internet like, I'm coming back. And you're like, I doubt it. I think the breeze might blow the wrong way and you're going to get pissed and go home and miss OTAs. Like it's infuriating. It sounds like you have, you had Carl, Carl Anthony Towns cat. You have him somewhere in your huddle. Who's more delusional between the two as we've now seen what Carl, Carl Anthony Towns says. He's changed the game. He's the best big man in the league. Um, <laughs> man, that's tough. That is, that is a hard awesome. one. I think Michael Thomas for his, longevity of being delusional and Carl Anthony Towns like just being kind of young and in the moment and thinking okay we we threw together a team in four months and got to the playoffs and had a little bit of success this season and he was comparing that his and this was what my quote is he was comparing that it was more special what we did in Minnesota than -hmm. what they did together in in Denver and that's just him being young being confident in his abilities and saying Look at us. Look what we're able to accomplish. Denver had to do it in four years. We had to do it in four months. And Michael Thomas is, he's just full of it. He he just is. I mean, he's good or was good. I don't know if he's good anymore. I've seen him play in three years. So I I don't take a, I think, yeah, Dennis Allen, the head coach for the Saints, better be careful what he does to Michael Thomas before the season starts because he's likely to stub his toe again. He better wear I'm, I'm even saying, like, micromanaging him down the level that he better, be, better wear sandals in the shower. Like, he can't, <laughs> like he can't put a plastic bubble around him until he's able to suit up. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, what I really want to talk about, though, are, you, are we done with Michael Thomas? I don't want to make you go too long about him. I, my, I'm feeling I'm having chest pain, trainer. I just want to get a little fired up. Get that Red Bull, that Red Bull that, that yeah. the see, make you see red again. Um it's mock draft time. Oh, yeah. This is you excited. Oh, yeah. Here we go. All right. So 
I, I read a report on the internet, so it's true. Bo Nix is now considered a first round caliber talent. He's been uh, compared to CJ Stroud, who just went number two overall to the Texans. So Massey next year, we got, get ready for this. Kayla Williams. Yeah. Probably the Cardinals. Stud. The Cardinals. Stud. Tyler's six, less than six feet. Uh, we got Drake May going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Drake May from UNC. Great, great football school. Great. We got, well, he's a good player. He, he really is. He, who was his predecessor who's now playing for the Commanders who's probably going to start? Oh, uh, Sam Howell? Sam Howell is is predicted to start for the Washington Commanders, and Drake May came in with no expectations, and Mac Brown had him blow the doors off the ACC. I'm sorry. I, I didn't interrupt. I like Drake May. Oh, no, you're good. I like the I like the banter. Is is UNC with Mitch Trubisky included? Is that QBU now? Um, I haven't heard of Mitch Trubisky. I've never heard of that guy. Sorry, Mitchell. Um, he, got- he's third on the depth chart in the Steelers or something? That's correct. We got Quinn Ewers going to the Commanders. We got your boy Michael Quinn. Pinnocks. Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers. That guy's done nothing. That guy's done Panthers. nothing. He's done absolutely nothing. But but this is a mock draft in June, Massey. It's got to be right. I mean, we're only uh, ten months away. He's um, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt the stupid mock no, draft. This keep, mock keep, draft keep is now stupid. Keep Quinn Ewers <laughs> is about to get his door. Well, he's not going to make it at the SEC. But even this year, they have to play Michigan. He's going to get absolutely blown up when they play Michigan. Our barn. Uh, we got your guy, Michael Penix. Love him. The Raiders to, to replace Tom Brady. Yep. And that leaves me with Bo Nix. Pick, picks Nix. Picks Nix from Oregon. Who will he go to? I'm thinking there's three NFC North teams because Justin Fields seems to be solidified. Mm-hmm. You got the Packers, who we don't know what's going to happen with Jordan Love. You got the Vikings who eventually want to get rid of Kirk Cousins, and you got the Detroit Lions who have Jared Goff is kind of a let's see if we can make a like run kind of with like a stopgap kind of kind yeah, of guy. Exactly. So he, he seems to be a great, good. great locker room guy. I would I would venture to say that Detroit probably with their win now mentality with the talent they're kind of stacking up there, don't want to take a few steps back with a young guy. Kirk, I think Minnesota is the most likely landing spot okay. for Bo Nix until he proves to everyone how bad he is. Did no has, did anybody watch his film? Did, has anybody watched Bo Nix play? Because he's bad. Pac-12 Pac at, at uh, midnight on Saturdays? Not many. Well, you have. I do. Yeah, I, love, I love Pac-12 after dark. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, Bo Nix is bad. When he was in the SEC, he was bad. When he went to the Pac-12, he played an SEC opponent in Georgia, and he almost got his head ripped off. That guy cannot play NFL football. And I'll put my flag in it right there. Is that a bias against Auburn? Probably. Just like I don't like Mitchell Trubisky coming to UNC, but sometimes you have to admit when somebody's good because Drake May is good and and Sam Howell might be good. I'm not going to say that yet. But no, Bo Nix, Bo Nix. What else? Do you have anybody else but besides Bo Nix, beneath Bo Nix? No, I just there's there's going to be like 12 quarterbacks picked in the first round next it's gonna year, be so which is sick. exciting based Michael on this Penix. draft. I can't wait to see Michael Penix and Caleb Williams play this year. I think the Pac-12 is going to be so interesting when it comes to quarterback. I'm sorry, what did you? Did it, well, that's the third one. That's the third you, best quarterback in the Pac-12. There's did you hear what I was them. saying? I bet you, <laughs> no, Bo. I bet you, Bo Nix doesn't statistically come in fifth in the Pac-12. Well, how about this? All right, how about this? When he gets to the NFL, Bo Nix, you said he's bad against SEC defenses. Are NFC North defenses worse than SEC? defenses modern day nfc north it's pretty bad pretty bad uh pretty bad group now you know 
Yeah, all right. The all Lions, right. the Lions, the Detroit Lions are the favorite to win that division. Think about that. That's how bad the NFC North is without uh, Ayahuasca Aaron at the helm in Green Bay. Yeah, there's something to be said about that. There's something to be said about that. All right, <laughs> okay. I, I got, I got a, I got a quote. I got a. I've already said my quote, but I got a question. Mm. Is Stefan Diggs a drama queen? I thought he showed up. But he showed up, but he only did what was required of him. He did technically show up on Monday and did a physical, but didn't participate in any mm-hmm. any team exercises. Yeah. He only did wide receiver drills today. He's been quoted in criticizing Josh Allen. Of course, every single wide receiver is always open all the time. And his coach is publicly saying they are concerned about his future here because of his attitude or his lack of uh, – Lack of participation in team drills. Where's Stefan Diggs going to go? That's going to be a better place than the Bills. I mean, there's only a couple more, and you're talking about Patrick Mahomes. You know, there's a short list there. Name a better quarterback than Josh Allen besides Patrick Mahomes. And and Dak Prescott, uh, who's the quarterback of the team, his his brother plays for Trayvon Diggs. Okay. <laughs> Besides Patrick Mahomes, uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, but they already have two really good receivers, so probably not. They're not going to be able to afford that. Um, uh, Lamar Jackson. He, I mean, he's got OBJ, right. who's you know on his last on his last limb, and they have that Rashad Bateman guy who has not proven anything because he's only a rookie or a sophomore going into next year. So uh, yeah, there's there's one right there. Uh, out west, you got Herbert. Yeah, that's a great example. Has an aging Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, who's always hurt. So yeah. potentially there, they just drafted a receiver. Can't for the life of me remember who it was. I think it was the Quentin Johnson kid from TCU, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think you're right there. Um, and then we go down to Joe Burrow, who already has like two elite receivers and a pretty, pretty good other guy, Tyler Boyd. So, and, and he's, and his contracts coming up in Cincinnati is cheap. Yeah. Can't, afford, can't afford digs. No. All right. You, that you answered my question quite well, but is it's he a drama to, queen? You know, is he a drama queen? Yeah. Okay. All right. Confirmed, confirmed drama. It's queen. time for the bills. And early on, I thought they were going to actually sign him, but Deandre Hopkins is obviously the best free agent receiver. At least I think I, I would prefer to sign him over Dalvin cook because receivers last longer than running backs. They're like one and two in the free agent rankings right now. It seems like Deandre is going to go to either the Patriots or the Titans, the Titans, for some reason, I guess they're, they have the money and they also regret trading AJ Brown to the Eagles. So Deandre Hopkins, why aren't the bills, trying to recruit him a little heavier, especially with what's going on with Ooh. Diggs. I feel like that's a good move. Oh, right? well, they can't they can't get anything for him, right? Because he got waived by the Cardinals. Is that correct? Yeah, or is he a free agent? Bills could just sign him. He's a free agent. He's just yeah. That would be great to snatch away DeAndre Hopkins away from Bill Belichick early in the early in the summer. Yeah. That'd be until Diggs like, hey, we're going to go after it if you're going to be a diva and not show up or show up and do mental reps and cyber routes like michael thomas in practice we're going to do something different we're going to go in a different direction sir don't talk about michael thomas don't, don't, all, right. all right trader give me your go to the week we have very little time here so we got to make this speedy all right let's uh it's conor mcgregor okay so is mine and then I, and then i read another headline today and i was like man i don't even know if i want to bring him up yeah i know well just the second one's really bad obviously yes. the first one the first one's more kind of funny or a lot funnier. It's he punched the he punched the Miami Heat's mascot um, when he was on the court, and he hit him so hard he had to go to the ER. Yeah, they were doing a bit. 
like Conor McGregor was was promoing a pain spray, kind of what you see on uh, in European soccer where someone breaks their leg and they go and spray it with some moisture and they get up and walk around and shake it off. That's what he's promoting. But he ended up sending the mascot to the uh, to the ER for pain meds. Yeah, and obviously the second part of this is he's accused of the R word at Game Four as well. Same, I think same game. Um, I'll just I'll just end on this. I don't want to. I, I I hate Miami Heat culture so much. I, I couldn't wait to get DJ Khaled off the television screen. Yeah. So I'm excited to move on from the Miami Heat and seeing their home games. Uh, because they include DJ Khaled and a monster like Conor McGregor. So, all right, we'll, we'll, with that. we'll end it there. Sports fans, that is all the time we have <laughs> for you this week. We are Teton Sports Talk. We are wherever podcasts are available. If you don't catch us here on 89.1 KHOL, download our podcast, rate, and review. All right, trainer, that's it, and that's all.